Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Chemda. This person loves Omat. They rate in. The name is Kat, K-A-T. Hi, Chemda. I wanted to give you some feedback on Omat. The program has really helped me. It felt like I was resetting my brain every life. This, is, of course, is at keithandthegirl.com slash O-M-A-T. It's how we start our day, right, Chemda? Yeah, and it, depending on your time zone, it's the routine that happens whatever time of day that you're at because it's virtual. I started doing a lot of stuff I haven't been doing before as much as I should have, and I think it had a lot to do with breaking the ice on things regularly. I started tackling some project that seemed to be too much before and could break them down in individual steps easier. I think a lot of the benefit is also the realization that this kind of stuff is important. It's so easy to just push through a day and never pay any regard to mindfulness. Three weeks into the program, I had a really difficult situation come up. I was very brave and adventurous, but my alcoholic past came up to bite me in the ass big time. I started instinctively taking meditation minutes, and the fact that I was already a big practice by writing stuff down meant that getting my feelings about it down on paper came relatively easily and was a huge help with coming to terms with the situation. I loved the sense of community of seeing other people during the program at the same time, and it really gave a sense of accountability. Especially doing this during COVID, when I wasn't able to see my friends, this made me feel less alone. I would absolutely recommend this program to anyone who feels like they are a bit far away from where they should be or stuck in a rut. Thank you again so much, Henda, for this amazing opportunity. It really made a difference in my life. Cat. Oh, this is everything to me. It's everything that I wanted this to be. It's what it was for me when I started doing it and how I developed it. So it makes me feel so good when it's working the way I intended it to work, the way I wanted it to work and was hoping. So here's what's happening. On Sunday, August 2nd, we're doing an OMAT open house, meaning that every hour from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time, stop in on the hour Check out OMAT for free. 15 minutes, the full program, the way we would do it any other day. All right? To be part of it, go to katg.com slash OMAT-a-thon, O-M-A-T-a-thon, and you'll see everything right there. August 2nd. So the idea is that first you have to register for the time that you want, but the fact that we're doing it every hour for 12 hours, I'm hoping to reach around the world so that everyone in their time zone can take one of these programs for free, one one membership for free, one 15 minutes. So if you're curious about it and you want to try it for free, all the information is there, katg.com slash omatathon. I'll be doing it every hour. Keith will be there. Xerxes will be there. You'll have time to chat with us if you'd like. And if not, you could just do the exercises. I'll be walking you through it. So again, check out the info. I really want everybody to try this. This is no no hassle, no nothing. You just have to sign up so that we know who's coming in at what time. KTG.com slash omatathon. I might need to do some uh, more meditation myself. My brother, Ken, from the infamous Daddy Issues shows in your VIP package, he's been uh, trying to figure out our family tree. We don't know where we came from, anything like this. Okay, He found out that it sounds like somebody changed their last name from Melnick to Mally in as they were having children, like after the third child, they changed their last name, but not necessarily a divorce. So it's a little confusing. Okay, yeah, right. I see your who, face. Yes. Who's who's your source? Your dad? A- ancestry. 
Oh, oh, okay. Because if it was your dad, I'd be like, oh, another story from your dad that you're going to trust? Like, are you still, you know, 15 years old? Right. So Ken says, hey, but he does ask him, like, hey, why did this uh, grandfather change his, change his name halfway through? Who's, who's he running away from? No, this can only be good news. You change your what, name for funsies. Ready? Here's what my dad said. Be careful of your desired research. You may learn things that are better to remain under a buried rock, since uncovering them may be something that you would rather not know, and then you will have a moral obligation to keep it private or tarnish the life of a good person who has passed on. Wait, I'm saying something that somebody did that was bad, but it's tarnishing their life? It's Well, it's tarnishing their life, but they're a good person. So... Could like who knows what it could mean? Oh, it's so exciting. Could it mean maybe like uh, somebody like somebody did something bad? Like I am tarnishing my dad's reputation by no. talking, but my dad is still a good person. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. No, there's this no is such, what he's saying. Yeah, there's no such thing. I think this is another thing where you know, and a lot of people have this. Their parents just hide everything from them. The 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 saying like you don't want to know is such the way that we grew up. And let me tell you something. I want to know. If my dad turns out to be a pedophile, I want to know. Now, there's no clues to that, so I don't know why I would throw that out. But if if anybody in my, fa- in, in my family robbed people or has, like, whatever you want to be taboo, I want to know. I'm putting it out there that I want to know because you know what? It doesn't affect me. I didn't do it, and I don't care if I talk about it. Maybe it's better if we do, you weirdos. My pet, uh, my I come from family like my parents don't even want want to tell me that my dad has diabetes. I have to be like, did you just say he had diabetes in Hebrew? And they're like, shh. Why don't you talk about nice things? Yeah, I, I asked my dad, Dad, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, how many heart attacks did you have? And he goes, Who wants to know? The National Enquirer, Dad. My doctor wants to know. <laughs> but then you know, then you start wondering, did he make up the heart attacks for attention? You know, you never get the real answers. Uh, So my dad wrote, he continues, how did you determine that the last name change occurred after his second child? In what year? I have a good idea as to the reason. (laughs) Now it's a riddle. (laughs) He knows the answer. How did you find out? I'm not going to just tell you. You know what that's like when when you're on the show, Keith, and uh, you want somebody to say something. So you go, I mean, we all know this, but why don't you say it? Right, right. I I mean, I the way I feel about a breakup. Uh, How did you determine that the last name change occurred after a second child? In what year? I have a good idea as to the reason. Sharing it might be a different matter. Which is his MO, right? He, I know something you don't. I'm letting you know I know it. I will not tell you it, though. Yeah, that seems to be the only stuff that he actually does know. I feel like when he's not lying... He's saying that he might know this info and then he like half knows the truth. When he says he knows it and it's 100 percent, it's usually a lie. But when he says, like, I might know something, then I feel like he knows just a little bit of it and is holding on to it so that you keep talking to him because he has nothing else to do. Right. Well, we'll talk about this on the latest issue of uh, Daddy Issues. So go to keithandthegirl.com slash VIP. You'll see everything we're talking about. All right. Before we introduce our guest today, let me mention this. Quip, Q-U-I-P, electric toothbrushes, 
inexpensive, the size of a regular toothbrush. It times how to brush your teeth. Kind of like, you know, you know how you just learned how long you're supposed to wash your hands when you're a grown adult? Well, apparently you need to be told how to brush your teeth, okay? And Quip times it for you. Every 30 seconds it goes, bzz, and you go, oh, my other quadrant. So you do four of those, bzz, 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 and you're like, oh, I'm done. And now, finally, you understand how bad your breath has been. Right? That mask is blowing it right back in you, and you owe a couple people an apology. But until then, <laughs> fix it. You know, don't come up to me, punch me in the face, and go, sorry for all those years of punching you in the face. F don't punch me in the face. Then apologize. I fix used to your breath, use quip, learn how to brush your teeth properly. I used to have an electric toothbrush back in the day when it was, you know, cumbersome. And I, I yeah. always wanted it like it broke, and I wanted to get a new one, but... I was like, ah, the cord is going to take up one of the outlets in the bathroom. And then, yeah. you know, it falls over because a cord is never perfect and it's not right there. And Quip is just fantastic. It has no cords. The battery lasts forever. And they also give you the battery. And it's it feels so good. What a difference. And I don't to me, like, I don't know how much a toothbrush costs. It feels like that's what a toothbrush should cost. Like, right. It's so affordable. All right. Here's what you do. Go to Quip. Go to getquip, getquip.com slash M-O-L. It stands for our other show, My Opening Line. Getquip.com slash M-O-L right now, and you'll get your first refill as well for free. It's your first free refill at getquip.com slash M-O-L. That's Q-U-I-P, getquip.com slash M-O-L. Quip, the good habits company. Check right. it out just to even check out the prices. I think you'll be surprised in a good way. It's stupid. <laughs> this is Their prices are stupid. They're so good. I don't know who works there in the pricing department. Keith, we made I it through, and itself. now this. Oh, my God. No, I'm just saying, it's, is, it a, is nobody scared to lose their job? Is it a bunch of dummies? It's so inexpensive. And I, I, I mean, thank you. So, so while Quip is in business, take advantage before people get laid off for being so fucking dumb. All right, here we go. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a customer. I really am. All right, today's guest featured in the New York Comedy Festival, New York's funniest competition. I've seen, uh, I've seen this person stand up multiple times. I, I find it pure perfection. What do you think of that? Featured on Adult Swim, breakout artist at Caroline's Comedy Club. Opened for you last year. Mm. You don't, uh, yeah, you not only love her, you're in love with her. Hannah Boone. Oh, hello. Hello, Hannah. Oh, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, how are you holding up? I know sometimes you have, um, uh, is it manic attacks? I know you have uh, episodes, uh, people with working brains call them. Uh, and now with everything going on, I know you, I understood you moved from New York. I, did you finally move back? What's going on? Are you okay? Now, before you answer, just super quick, does it make you a little nervous when Keith goes, um, how are you? I know you have uh, and then, issues. You know, <laughs> are you afraid of what he's going to fill that in with? I didn't have time to feel afraid because he said manic attack and it was so cute <laughs> that I was just like, oh, yeah. You have moments, right? I have moments. Yeah. Those are good euphemisms. I like this. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm good. I um, I was in New York for most of the pandemic. I went to Chicago for a bit to help my sister with her new baby, um, which was great because I had something to do, uh, which really helped me. 
Um, but I've been surprisingly stable throughout all of this. So is this what you always needed? Because every other time you're on the show, you're like, I don't know, things are terrible and everything's up and down. And now there's a pandemic and Hannah's like, you know what? I'm good. I don't know. Something about this really fits me. Yeah, no, I've always thrived in great chaos. And uh, I, I, you know, so many people dying is not my wish. Um, but something about the chaos the world has been thrown into. I'm like, okay, this fits. This fits my internal world, you know? Mm. Mm, now, forgive my uh, terminology. I never went to school for this. So crazy people, right? Mm -hmm. You think That's when right. the whole world is batshit nuts, which they are now. This is uh, definitely is, the good terminology. Yes, continue. Yeah, no, this is correct. Sure. Batshit nuts. Uh-huh. Is uh, that do do people that have uh, episodes, are, are they more calm? Like, yeah, everybody's on edge. That's the way we're supposed to be. Pick up a newspaper. Now, it, I, I, everybody's normal to me now. Yes. I feel like I like fit in. Like, cause it used to be, I'd be talking with a group of people and I would say something, it would freak everyone out. And they'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But now I can go up to a group of people and be like, wow, I am crying all the time. And everyone's like, yes, yes, I know. And it's like, great. Like, I feel like I could do a job interview right now real good and just be <laughs> loosey goosey about it, you know? And you see these people cry. It's almost like they look like it's the first time, uh, for the season, you turn on an air conditioner, right? And just dust and shit is flying out because they're not used to it. They're not clean like you. You've been running. Right. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, this is what I've been talking about, you guys. Like, this is what I've been saying. <laughs> when Keith says crazy, what you you do have a couple of mental disorders, right? Is that what I we're doing? Okay, what, what are they? Because maybe bipolar. Keith can write it down. Uh -huh. I'm bipolar and I have borderline personality disorder which is my fun one. Right, which I've learned, you would think that wouldn't be a bad one. You know, anything like borderline is like, ooh, she's close to nuts. Right. But no, that's the worst one, isn't it? The, the irony. That's the one, that's like the classic, that's what people are saying when they say crazy, is like they mean borderline. Yeah, sure. I, I learned that borderline is you're always on the border of sort of, I don't know if they described it as an episode or of something sort of, uh, being something that sets something off. You're always on the border mm -hmm. of it. Is yeah, that you're what bordering it is? neurotypical and like psychotic. So you're bordering like being in the regular world and just completely losing it. You're like kind of live in that zone and it's like a sliding scale where you slide back and forth. Sure. Oh yeah, that's pandemic-y. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're not yeah. going you're not going over a line to the other side. You're on the line. I'm on the line, baby. Okay. Ooh, like a high wire act. When you did you ever see that documentary Man on Wire and you're like, Yawners, uh, let me know <laughs> when you got a real issue. Uh, so you say, Oh, good, you you're not alone. You're over, you know, helping with the baby. But this is this is hold on one second, because this is really confusing me. Cause last time you were on, which uh, is a year ago, your the episode was 3087. Text me back with Hannah Boone and Phil Corso. And of course, the great Phil Corso worked for um, the New York Post, weird but true, uh, wrap up section. Mm -hmm. But when you say lonely, here's, where, here's what's con okay. So you and, you and Phil were uh, a happy couple, but you were lonely. What am I missing here, Hannah? You're, you're missing the marathon when you were delusional and she came by a week after this happened, Hannah. Hannah, what? That was for real? I thought that was a fever dream. Well, here's what did happen. 
in classic borderline behavior. I broke up with him, got back together with him after a week of him begging, Mm -hmm. and then was truly the loneliest I've ever been and was like, why do I feel so bad? And then um, you should always get back together with people you broke up with. It's like a good idea. So it's like weird that I wouldn't be happy. Um, And then uh, basically- I'm sorry, how did the first break, remind me again how the first breakup happened that I did know about. Why was that Uh, too much to be together? Oh, well, he wouldn't have sex with me. That was okay. a huge issue. And I That's was like. That's a thing. That's a thing to you? <laughs> yeah, 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 it matters. Um, it matters. And uh, so that was. And he just was like kind of like snippy and mean and like kind of boring. It was basically it's just like a laundry list of like this isn't right for me. Right. What um, was attractive, though, writing for the weird but true section? Everybody says they're over newspapers, but it's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, that was what got me. The New York Post. I was like, <laughs> I just can't resist uh, someone who works at the New York Post. I Why just did 6,000 chickens cross the road? Because a truck overturned, <laughs> you know. I get it. That, that'd get me wet. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, puns? Hello, uh, marry me. Um, what is the latest dumb Guinness World Record? Oh, a giant pizza. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's amazing how not fun he was for how fun it seems. It seems like there's just like like bouncy balls and like clowns running around that office. Like it seems like it would just be so much fun. People with like rubber bats, but it's just... Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, so you, you you go, hey, I, I don't know why I'm in this relationship. You realize that you are lonely. He realizes it too, and you give it another go. We give it another go mostly because the he's just texting me like really angry stuff, but for some reason that drew me back. I was like, this is like dad was. So I come back, and uh, <laughs> then we're together, and it's still really bad, and I feel tense all the time. I don't feel funny. My career is kind of tanking. I'm like, eh, and uh, – And then, like, I kept having this gut feeling that I was being lied to all the time. And then he would be like, Hannah, you're so jealous. You're so suspicious. Like, you have to trust me. And then one day I was like. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this is soon after you were on the marathon. You're back together. Then COVID happens and everybody's quarantined, right? And then I was like, I need to break up with him again, but I'm not going to do it during the pandemic. And this is when I thought this would last two weeks. Like, I was like, (laughs) okay, give it till the end of this. And then you can break up. Just don't do it during the pandemic for both your sakes. Right? Oh, there was there was so much of that politeness, I'm sure, in the first two weeks, which I'm sure two weeks later made it that much bigger because, you know, you're always on edge. You're always borderlining telling that person. So you're you're kind of like not together together because, you know, oh, you're yeah. going to break up with him. Well, it's sort of it very much feels like the like last two people on Earth feeling where it's like. I will mate with you, I guess. Although in my case, no. But um, like, it was just like, you're here. So like, and he would say things like, oh, we're getting through this together. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it was like, really, <laughs> it was a bummer. But at the same time, I would guess, unless you know, I mean, it can't happen. But if he changes personality and somehow became a plus sexual instead of asexual, maybe it could work out. Like, who knows? No, you in know. the end, well, no, because in the end, what happened? No way. And also, he sounds mean. Yeah, he was like mean, and I didn't realize he was mean. But like, I just didn't. I wouldn't catch it, or I just wouldn't be listening to what he was saying, or something. Like, I don't know what I was missing. But like later, I put it together, and I was like, yeah, he was kind of mean. What kind of yeah. mean was he? <sighs> Little comments 
um, he would you know what it was? His words were like very supportive and he'd be like, oh, like I believe in you and I believe in what you do. But then he would turn around and be like, ugh, these like broke artists living in Bushwick. Like what the fuck are they doing? And I'd be like, huh, weird. (laughs) And weird that you mentioned my street. Yeah. (laughs) What are these broke Hannah's doing in Bushwick? (laughs) It's disgusting. (laughs) Isn't it weird they went with Karen instead of Hannah? Anyway, good night. What's, what was the what was the sex hang up? Um, he was addicted to porn. Oh, like he could, like you would try to have sex and he could not you. Some, would he not try or would he try and he couldn't get hard and then he didn't try again? He wouldn't want to ever. And then like sometimes he would want to, but it was like mostly porn was his number one thing. And then it'd be like if he forced himself to not watch porn for a couple of days, he could. So we Ace. weren't. Yeah, it was crazy. And and he called me a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I, I was like, I sat down with him and was like, look, we don't have sex. I really want to talk about why we don't have sex. It's really a problem for me. And he was like, you know what? You're just, you're a sexual predator. And I was like, I don't know that you know what that means. <laughs> and by the way, read a different newspaper than the one you work for. You're <laughs> not learning big words. And that's the, that word's coming out a lot nowadays. So, <laughs> yeah, I try to try to read words that don't have dollar signs instead of s's. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Get your news from that source. I totally internalized it too. I like called a friend of mine and I was like, "You have to tell me, am I a sexual predator?" And she was like, <laughs> "What?" what? And <laughs> like, where's this coming from? And I was like, "I." think I might be a sexual predator. And it was like a scary conversation for her for a second. Then I told her what happened and she was like, oh, that's mentally ill. No, you're not. Well, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I knew what was going on because I follow your tweets. And uh, I I realized that it is about cheating. How do you catch him? He took a shower one day. And while he was in the shower, I went he, through I his I told phone. you during the pandemic, do not take showers. Right. <laughs> Not while I'm there, baby. (laughs) Brush your teeth. You're in and out. But uh, I don't know about this shower business. If you're a bad boy, don't be showering. And delete your... So I went through his phone. His text messages... You know how you go through your cell phone and you have maybe a thousand like threads from forever ago, like in your texts? Like they just... They go really far back. He only had 10 threads from like his friends. And I was like, oh, so you've been deleting texts. And then I was like, I'm going into his Instagram. And I looked through his Instagram DMs. And sure enough, he was like sexting with this girl over Instagram. And I was just like, and here's the thing. If I had, if we had a great relationship and I found that, well, I wouldn't have found it because I wouldn't have looked through his stuff. But like, and I found that, let's say I would have talked to him and tried to work through it. But I was like, bingo, perfect. I can leave. Like for some reason, I just needed a thing where I was like, perfect. Yeah, that's really good because- I had a really good relationship and then I caught the sexting and basically, and you know, only in looking back, is it 2020? And this is before the stuff that you guys knew about. He was like, oh, so I shouldn't talk like that. You know, I get confused because, you know, and he started going into like the, he's uh female presenting. And so, you know, how females talk to each other. It's sometimes if you are, you know, not sexually interested in each other, you could still sound like lovers. And I'm like, well, I do like, you know, I say really sweet things to my female friends, but, you know, telling it now, I feel like such an idiot, but right. it's, it's almost good. Like, but once you're looking, I heard that, that guys are assholes. So I'm trying to be more guy like, 
And so I'm going to be an asshole. Actually, there was that too. Towards the end, there was, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to like fit the male persona. So I don't I, like it either. It's yeah. disgusting to me. Like I over, <laughs> I overcorrected or you know shit like that. So yeah, it's crazy. So Phil was like full on denial till the very end. I mean, I'm yeah. reading it. He's like, it's not a sex. It's not sexting. You know it. I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm yes, it is. <laughs> like, right, and and but of all your jobs, you work for a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, you know, words. <laughs> and it's like I'm a sexual predator. Like I know what sexting looks like. Okay, <laughs> like I'm forcing this on people all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! And then, like, and then when does he admit it? Like, you're, never. You're- he never did. He never did. And that night he he sent me this whole letter about how hurt he was I was leaving. And then the next day he sent me a letter about like he wanted to make peace. And I'm like, you don't get to make pe- You're the one who fucked up. You don't get to decide right. we make peace now. Like that makes let's no just, sense. Let's just say we both messed up a little. Yeah. Adjectives. <laughs> and that's the end, right? Because apparently well, you like to have tweet. the like, you went through my phone blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, but I went through your phone because I knew, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't just go through your phone because I thought it would be fun to do something sneaky. Like, well, you thought like, it would be fun. To it's got to be, I'm picturing it like Black Lives Matter talking to my family, you know? It'd be yeah. like, well, you went through my phone. I Like, okay, forget it. Really? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not able to talk? I guess not. Goodbye. I always compare it to what if you thought that, you know, somebody robbed you and then you you went to look for the clues. Like, that's what, cops do they go oh this person robbed you i'm gonna search the computer i'm gonna search this i think you're cheating on me which means you're not the source that i trust so i gotta find my proof otherwise i wouldn't be doing this and i know it always sounds like i'm justifying it but hey found what i found bitch yep i found it you're guilty and like I don't know. I don't appreciate. And it's like it's it's not really the cheating. It's the looking in, at my face every day and being like, "You really need to trust me. You really don't trust me." And that's really an issue. It's doing that while you're lying, which is like ugh, gives me like chills. I'm like, that's so creepy. Right, and he knows you have uh, a mental disorder of some kind. Oh yeah, it's fu- beyond, like a right. Cool it's beyond rude. One, but yeah, yeah, definitely. a little girl one, right. <laughs> you know, you know what I think we should do? Um, I don't know if it's just females or as human beings in general. When you're questioning something, pass it by Keith, ask him to paraphrase it. And depending on his response, maybe quit doing the thing that you're doing. Because the the way that like once I tell it to Keith, it's just like, oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. And he repeats it and coming out of his face. I'm just like, OK, I see where that, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't look good. Okay, I'm going to pass on this. Does that make sense? It's like when you're in a doctor's office and it makes sense. And you leave the doctor's office and you're like, oh, right. Somebody's letting, a friend's letting me think about it and respond. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. It doesn't, I don't know what I have. Yes, yes. It all makes sense when you're talking to that person who's lying to you. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. Then you try to say it to someone else. And it's like, I'm going to see my way out. Now, you're a clever person. And there's there's something in your... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I, I picture Hannah like you see this do you do you think do you ever I I would think this like if I caught somebody what would I do do I 
uh, okay, I'll say, hey, I got a, I don't know why I had this, I had this dream where uh, you were on Instagram, blah blah blah, and then I see him delete his Instagram, you know, an hour, you know, whenever he can be by himself, like kind of fuck with him. But then I have to imagine what really happened is what would probably happen with me. You can't control yourself when you go these texts right here. Is that what happened? You're like, I don't have time to make up a movie script. I knew I would, though. I screenshotted the text messages onto my phone, so I had it. And then was like, I just went. He came out of the shower, and I was like, who's Ashley? And he was just like, what? Who? And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to say it again. Who's Ashley? And then he was just like, I know someone from Ashley, or I know someone Madison. named Ashley from college. <laughs> and I was like, do you? And then I just like, I'm actually pretty proud of it. I was pretty fucking okay. cool. I was pretty cool. And then I, I walked out and was like, we're done. And then I blocked him on everything. Because I'd buy a cake with the texts on it. Of course. <laughs> That's of course a good idea. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I, I thought of all kinds of things. I was like, I'm going to message this girl right now. And then I was like, it's not her fault. So like, why would I message her from his phone? Like, what does that mean? And like, I had like all these like ideas run through my head. Although I did. Oh, I, this is super juicy. Yeah, I'll say it. I did. I, he had an online journal. And you wrote an entry? <laughs> That would have been really awesome. (laughs) That would have been awesome. But I hacked his journal before this. Isn't that? And I felt so guilty. But I like had this like feeling. It was like driving me insane. And uh, I like had hacked his journal. Why did I say that? Um, Oh yeah, I found some things in it, and I did the dream thing. I was like, I had a dream about you and, and. and you were hooking up with somebody and because uh, I didn't want to be like, I looked through your journal because that's like right. insane behavior. But in his journal, but it's the same as checking the phone. Is the journal, is he admitting shit in the journal? And are journals that he, fucking important people? He, no, he didn't. He admitted to like drinking I didn't know about and stuff like that. Um because he was weird with alcohol too, but he uh, talked about how hot he thought his roommate was and that he really wanted to fuck her. And like, mm. and I was like, that made me feel bad. And so I was like, I had a dream. Well, actually, first I didn't even do that. I texted him and was like, do you want to fuck your roommate? Like, I did not think it through <laughs> at all. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, what? Weird. I don't know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that dream st- thing has never, ever, ever worked. Like, there, <laughs> there are people who go like, oh, you talked in your sleep. Really? Full sentences? And that's yeah. what I said? <laughs> I said, Ashley's the best and I can't stop sexting her. I hope Hannah doesn't find out. <laughs> That was the dream. That was what you said out loud. Okay. All right. I started I started a j- journal, but it's like a fake journal. It just says how much I love my girlfriend. And I leave the password around all the time, which is her birthday. She is not falling <laughs> for it. But why? Like, what would you do? You would look back like months, years from now at your journal and be like, hmm, true. I did find her hot. Like, well, how, how do you grow from that, from writing down in a journal, I want to fuck my... I don't know. I think that's okay, you know? I mean, it, I also believe if Hannah read that, but there were no other issues, then well, that's sure. just what... Well, this that, is what I'm saying, but you right. know you're a piece of shit. So what are you doing? So then who cares? So then you get to live your piece of shit life, and then when somebody calls you on it, you still deny it. This is like such a... That's kind of the psychosis of it, where... You're both looking at something and they will always have the perspective that they are fantastic. So whatever doesn't fall in line with that, 
It's not real at all. Yeah. Didn't happen. It's not real. It doesn't matter. I can write it down. You know, it's just a thing that I was doing as like a screenplay. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't match with the beautiful person that they think they are, it's not happening. So you can follow uh, Hannah's Twitter at Boone Comedy. I recommend it. And uh, whenever she's, you know, off the line, uh, she still types. And that's fantastic. And I'm reading my next boyfriend. And she goes through a list of what her next boyfriend will be like. My next boyfriend won't shush me during sex. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. What are we? Oh, no. Are you reading a grocery list? What's being shushed? She would say, is it in? And he would say, shh. <laughs> you got to ask. <laughs> you have to ask that. Do you know which one's the right hole? Shh. <laughs> well, and it wasn't, it was like a, like, it's like he said the word shush. Like it was like, shush. <laughs> S-H-U-S-H. Yeah. Oh my God. And what is, like, for what, you would try to be sexy or you would moan? I would just moan, not on purpose, but right. like, that's what I do. And hey, um, it's just, your thing. Just it's, so you know, I've you could moan not on purpose. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or on purpose. It's okay. You could. And I, I, it's all fine. But I mean, like, I wouldn't do it. I mean, specifically, I wouldn't do it on purpose because I know he would shush me. So, like, wouldn't be on purpose. But is then he, I, mm -hmm. I was just going to say, because of porn, is he, he's, he, he can't get hard because he's overstimulated or does he try to start choking you? Oh, right. Like, is he? No, it was like very normal sex. Um, But like, I, I don't know what the shushing, like part of it was, I think had to do with the roommate. I really do. I think he had like a weird thing where he didn't want his roommate to hear him have sex. And then he also had a thing where if his neighbor was having sex, we could hear it. And he would get so fucking mad that he could hear this guy having sex. It was like weird. And I just, I'm not like my ego was so, I was like never in my life has a man just really wanted me to not be sexual with him. And I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Like Danny, I was talking to Danny Vega and he was like, yeah, you, all you would do is be like, am I hot? Am I hot? Am I hot? And I was like, wow, what a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my next boyfriend won't gel his hair? Question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. What was what up? Was yeah, a lot of gel, a lot of wax, a lot of axe, a lot of, <laughs> lot, of, lot, of, lot of stuff. I didn't even mean to make a poem about it, but he used so many products you can. So, <laughs> uh, My next boyfriend would let me in his kitchen. He wouldn't let me in his kitchen. Was no he a one chef? Knows. No, well, he told me he didn't want me in the shared space of his apartment that he shares with his roommate. Ah, uh, so you don't, t so you could just be a friend, maybe? I, I, no, because he said, girl, like, I, he's. Did look back, it's the sixth sense. Did he ever call you his girlfriend? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this isn't one of those boyfriends I've had where they don't know they're my boyfriend. This is like <laughs> a real, <laughs> we agreed. Yes. But yes, but this is okay. So let's say I'm him, right? This is my girlfriend. But when you're not around, I'm like, um, you know, we never have sex because she doesn't want to, and she's this way and that way. If if she actually sees you in the shared space and you're not the monster that he depicted, if you're having fun having sex and she can hear it, it's not the story that he's telling her. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, I don't. There's something going on there, and I yeah. don't quite know what it is. 
It sounds like he's painting a picture that she's not really necessarily interested in, but he's got to keep it straight. Right. Uh, The the door closes behind him and he goes so that she can hear, bye, bye, good friend only. (laughs) Bye, my sister. (laughs) It was weird when you moaned last last night. Anyways, (laughs) my next boyfriend won't make me a playlist of only heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. God, did I hate his music. (laughs) Keith, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't give love songs. Of uh, (laughs) You know, maybe I slip one in there, but I know what's good. I know you throw in Whitney Houston or Aaliyah. I know know women. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Keith Malley knows women. I I know Whitesnake is for me, no matter how touching it is. I like Whitesnake. I'd throw one in there, but, you know, you're not getting uh, you're not getting ten. My next boyfriend won't get won't have a tattoo of an upside down cross his girlfriend did. Yeah. <laughs> My next boyfriend, I don't know if I said girlfriend or boyfriend. My next boyfriend won't sext another girl, then send me an email after I dump him saying not to worry, we're cool. <laughs> My next boyfriend won't think Titanic is a documentary. <laughs> Oh, my God, my next boyfriend won't refuse to call me beautiful because that's just, quote, who he is. Yep, that's what he said. <laughs> I, that's what he said. Say if I'm pretty. I'm not that kind of guy. He was like, that's not who I am. I <laughs> can't call you beautiful. It's not who I am. And it's it's not who you are. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, May 15th. When did the breakup happen? Then it was official. May 9th. May 9th, May 15th. Good morning. I can't wait to suck a new dick. Oh. Now, do you start do you start getting DMs and comments? Is this one it does it start opening the floodgates? Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some DMs, got some dick pics. And it's like I didn't say I wanted to see a picture of a dick. I can't. This is not how this is gonna work. That's not what I asked. Uh what's the are you dating? Are you seeing people in person? Oh yeah. Big time. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you know I totally get it because a lot of people are, but you, you might want to consider not going, oh, yeah, pandemic or not, <laughs> here I come. <laughs> I know I'm such an animal, but it's it depends on what their job is. It depends on how careful we've all been. It depends on what the date is, like what we're doing. It's like there's this is a whole new this is a whole new set of um, instructions and questions that come with dating now. It's different than what you guys used to ask, right? You guys, because I've been out of the game for fucking ever. So how is it different? Well, it's di- You can't well, touch each other? It's I've been touching people, but it's it's very much like the STD talk where it's just like, how safe have you been? Where have you been? Have you been tested? Blah, 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 blah. So it's just like an extra one of those safety talks. Before you right. do anything, oh, so that never worked with STD. So I assume it's not working with COVID. No, I'm sure people are lying to me left and right. I mean, God knows, I've had Corona four times, maybe, but you know, I just kind of take the word for it and we go from there. I thought maybe you know people are going. This is, oh my God, I'm going to be laughed at so much. But I thought maybe people are going on dates, distancy with masks on, and then you kind of there's something sweet, maybe romantic about it, and also very frustrating that. You kind of know you won't have a kiss at the end of the night. You know you won't be able to touch. So I thought that's maybe what was happening when people are getting together now. I thought hooking up now means I can see you in the flesh from six feet. Right. And I think that's how a lot of responsible people are doing it. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that well, are you? Are we? So you're back. You're not around that kid anymore, right? So who cares? Um, your nephew, right? Right. Right. Your nephew, not boys you're dating. I meant the nephew. Yeah, I was like, yeah. kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is it true that your uh, boyfriend, your ex, asked you to stop tweeting about him? A hundred percent true. Um, and you're not, you didn't even add his name necessarily. And by necessarily, I, didn't I mean you didn't. People, people found him through, because I had tweeted about him maybe a month prior and tagged him in it. And people found him and tried following him and like DMing him these pieces of shit and stuff. And but I tweeted, my boyfriend cheated on me in the pandemic. Can I please have 10,000 followers? And I got like 3,000 followers from it. Nice. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, can you please take that down? And I was like, truly no way in hell will I ever take that down. So do what you will. But um I no. worked for these 3,000. Yeah. Being in the New York Post won't get you three thousand followers. No, no. Right. <laughs> um, no, I also don't think I don't think you have the right to say that, especially if you're not. First of all, I think you can absolutely use his name because it's what you're talking about. But no, you don't ask your ex to do anything like that. You just hope she stops. You're just you're poking her again. Why are you doing that? Well, and it's like yeah. you did the thing. You did a shitty thing. So, what do you want? And once she tweeted 17,000 literal times, uh, my next boyfriend won't dot, dot, dot. You have to assume it's out of her system or it's not. But it's like, okay, all that. You know how I feel about art. Done. Done. I thought it was funny, but it's okay. I'm done now. I'll I'll go back to killing myself. You weren't (laughs) done when we were dating. I got to be done afterwards. Okay. Right. (laughs) Uh, my, My ex asked me to stop tweeting about him, but I ask you. Did Michelangelo stop painting the Sistine Chapel when his ex asked him to? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I ask you. I ask you. I, the collective. I, 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 I obviously not. I've seen. I saw the whole thing, and it had to cover a relationship or two. It's huge. That's finished. It's that done. should be our poll for today. <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures of myself wearing a wedding dress on my phone. This is a recent tweet, and now that I'm dating, it feels like owning a loaded gun. <laughs> I, you take a shower and then I show you your phone. Explain this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have worn a dress in college. My sister, yeah. when I visited her, was like, I know you're going through a breakup, but I have my wedding dress here. And I don't know if you want it for your wedding, but if you do, you got to try it on. And I was like, done. And I tried it on and it fits great. And I look beautiful in it. And I still have the pictures. Oh, that's a nice feeling. You should eat a burger in it for funsies. Yeah, I I kind of was just like maybe I'll I'll just walk around town in it. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Right. Would your bike. ex after the breakup? Would your ex not pay attention to you, or you know you're you're ignoring each other, but you you're not done telling him to fuck off? So you would like kind of hope he would say something to you. I'm seeing this tweet back in May. Gonna text my ex first to say sorry. Who's this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really want I wanted him to message me so bad just so I could tell him to fuck off. I wanted that so bad because he kind of got the last word out of everything. And I was like, damn it. Right. Uh, This is in May. My phone's broken. It's doing this thing where I'm not getting an apology text from my ex for cheating on me in a pandemic. (laughs) Is it the service? Is it the. Yeah, I know. I got to get it checked out. (laughs) How long did it take for him to leave? 
Um, what oh, do you wait, mean? Did you guys? You guys didn't live together. We didn't live together. No, I was. Oh. At a, I got my shit the same day. Okay, that's good. What was the age difference? He's only a year older than me. He's oh, thirty. Okay. I'm twenty nine. Hmm. Look at this. Look at this. By the way, I happened. To, I did see that movie that I've I've been mentioning recently, Irresistible, and it's um. It's a uh, political movie. Jon Stewart made it. And I saw it and it's great. But I brought it up before because I heard about the age differences, you know, the Holly weird age differences. And, you know, it's it's uh, close to 30 years. Uh, The movie's good. But and at the end, they do make some kind of comment like, oh, really? You bamboozled me in this way? I had a thing for you. I'm 28. Steve Carell. How did you have a thing for me? Yeah, right. I'm from Washington, D.C. and I'm a piece of shit. But even though you acknowledged it there for a second, that had nothing to do with the whole movie. You did it because when we want to see young women on the screen and we don't care about the men. It, it's, it's, it, is, it was odd. Yeah, that's fun. In other news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said, fantastic, fantastic movie. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? It was very good. Yeah, very quaint. Uh, you know, it gives you this quick, not that you really, as if you didn't know, but it's simple explanations of the bullshit that campaign managers do and, mm. you know, how it's all a crock of shit, but vote anyway. Uh, so it was good. And then you're like, oh, the world's all fucked up. OK, <laughs> uh, but it's it's cute. Uh, the correct listen to this, Hannah, the coronavirus can be controlled in the U.S. within two months if people j- diligently wear face masks, says the CDC. Oh, my God. All the CDC just said is that we're in this through the winter. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. it. There's no, uh, hey guys, if you just go ahead and do the right thing scientifically, we might be in a better place. Bullshit, false news, fake news. Russia is trying to steal research from medical groups in Britain, Canada, and the United States, says the three countries. Well, if, you know, they, they don't see an end to it soon either, and nobody's going to wear masks. They're like, all right, well, we got to break into your facilities and figure some shit out. Yeah, that's fun. Let's keep hoarding information. I know that's, yeah. you know, there's, I know there are processes, but it, it sucks when it's like, hey, everyone's trying to get to the, you know, to kind of get something to fix this or help it. But we want to be the first, of course. And that sucks. U.S. officials blamed Cozy Bear, a hacker group that has ties to Russian intelligence and that broke into Democratic Party servers before the 2016 election. You remember that hoax that put multiple people in jail. Uh, The U.S. shattered its single-day record for new cases on Thursday with more than 75,000 cases. Uh, The governor of Georgia filed a lawsuit to block the mayor of Atlanta from requiring masks inside city limits. So the mayor, a city has a mayor, says, uh, we want Atlanta, the the biggest uh, city probably in Georgia, uh, to to have to wear masks. The governor said, no. I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm in charge of the state. I have more chance to get, uh, you know, some love from Donald Trump. I'm going to fight you on that of your little town. You know what? I I know why you're reading this news and I'm going to fix it. You see all this? I'm in a closet right now. You see all these clothes? They're gone. I'm going to turn this into an actual studio. This is stupid. (laughs) Where are you going? Where are we going? I'm never wearing these clothes again. I might as well sit comfortably in a real studio and just fucking hook it up. It's we're we're here, guys. We're here. I see somebody with paint and nails. I go, well, that's not the last step. Now you got to show them off. 
Mm. Well, you see, you saw them, so it worked. Uh, the metal band Great White has apologized for a concert they saw. Now that I would, I'd throw one of the, their tracks on. You know, wait, wait. Uh, the metal band Great White has apologized for a concert. I never had a chance to love you. Am I close? See? Yeah, that'd be the, and I put a little space after the last song. So you're like, I guess no more songs. Wait. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's good. I'm back. Sorry, I searched through your phone. The metal band Great White has apologized for a concert that saw few masks in the audience and no social distancing. We understand that there are some people who are upset that we performed this show during this trying time. But we never uh, cared. We won't care. And you can't make us care. Right. Now, it's very hard to read because the band wrote it like together and the handwriting's all over the place. North Dakota's government recommends masks be worn. Be worn. However, we're not in a position to enforce the laws. We have had the luxury of hindsight. And we would like to. By the way, you had four months of foresight. But OK. We had the luxury of hindsight. You had four we, months of hindsight. Right. How, how do you, people didn't even know we were performing. Now, all of a sudden, everybody knows that we perform. Good oh, boy. We'll talk <laughs> hey, about God. hindsight. Hey, guys, we wouldn't have put this concert on. But um, now that we're the only ones performing, people are coming out. So we're going to like right. keep doing it. We had the luxury of hindsight. And we would like to apologize to those who disagree with our decision to fulfill our contractual agreement. We are far from perfect. Uh, you, rem- you may remember they continue that we're the band that killed 100 people with pyrotechnics some time ago in a Rhode Island nightclub. But anyway, right now, it's case by case. They definitely were crowding up the stage, says an attendee. I think up front, you know how it is, a couple of beers and they're ready to rock. I like when people turn other people in when they're at the party. I'm at the fucking beach. Look at these motherfuckers. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I would say the percentage of people wearing masks, I would say maybe 5%, says this dude. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, they have additional dates planned for 2020 and 2021. Yeah, so we'll No, see. because there's no hindsight in 2021. So the show so, must go on. Right. I mean, art I think is they have that song. Whose song is that? Show must go on. Who's that? Uh, it's Queen, but Bullet Boys do it better. Anyway. <laughs> are we close to nailing down a dude, Hannah? I mean, it's your prerogative, but is there somebody that you're in love with or falling for? There's someone I like very much, um, but I don't know. It's like kind of freaking me out because I broke up. I, I usually stay single for a, eh, maybe like a year between, and it's only been a couple months, but I already like somebody, so I feel like weird about it. But yeah, there's a guy like he's sober, he's funny, he's hot, he's cool. Does Hold he on for a little while. I don't know. I mean, if normally you wait a year between times and that hasn't been working. That's true. That's Why not wait? the opposite. Like, we're not just playing opposite. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? I liked it. Months? Did you see me go for that? I was like, you're right. I should do it. You got it. <laughs> 100%. Hey, normally whatever I do doesn't work. But like, if it sounds like the opposite, you think that'll go? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> right, t- does he work for any newspapers I read? <laughs> nope. He does okay. not. All right. All right. Well, keep an eye on him then. Well, I don't Do, know. Uh, Keith, I get I get the sense that you're closing and I will not let you until we talk about Danny Vega. Oh, I would love to talk about Danny Vega. <laughs> Are you guys living with each other? Oh, no. I was just like, hey, man, I said I had a mic. I don't have a mic. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, come on over. <laughs> oh, God. I thought I had a mic, but my mic fell through and I was like, Fuck. And he was like, just come over and record. Oh, she thought goodness. it was a dude named Mike. 
Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like well, I got this it. Makes, I'm this dating. makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow, that is a hundred percent not what I expected. I thought maybe because we just spoke to him in the last show, and then I realized there are two people booked this week who broke up during COVID. And I thought, oh, this may, when I saw him during the mic check in your camera, I'm like. Oh, okay. A commune is starting of everybody that broke up during COVID. This is so nice. I, oh, I thought you thought we were hooking up with each other. A commune is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, soon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're waiting for it, but uh, you know, um, you is it that pretend something- to be friends for a little while? Is it that something when you have to tell Danny Vega, like, yeah, I know I'm dating 500 people, but you know, it's just fun being friends, though, isn't it? Us. <laughs> is that fun? Like, that's cooler. That's but so cool. Do you remember, uh, uh, not, this, not this last episode with Danny, but the time before, he was quarantining before everybody. He didn't want to get near anybody. He threw a fit at work. Now he's loosey-goosey, Hannah, come over. No one over. cares. Yeah, no one cares anymore. No, I know. I know. And he's like a freak about disease before, like when there's no disease. Like he's just like, I th- I'm. he like cancels plans because maybe there will be a disease. Like, I don't know. But like now he's... A breakup will do that. I'm like the same way. During when I was with Phil, I was very careful. And then we broke up and I was like, what? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's fine. Right. So when you you see people at the the bars or the beach, instead of being like, oh, these motherfuckers think, ah, they're alone. Yeah. Yeah. We're all alone and we can't stand being alone and it's worth it to us. (laughs) You guys live close to each other? Hmm? Do you guys live close to each other? You and Me and Danny. Danny? Yeah. No. No. I would but I was at work, so he's on my way home. Oh, okay. This is this is the nicest I've seen you ever be to Danny. So I guess I should have guessed that it's his mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we were off I, that was only for you guys. When we're off air, I'm horrible. <laughs> well, Kenda saw like you're like, oh, thanks for your help, Danny. And Kenda's like, they must be in love. <laughs> <laughs> it's our commune. You know, we're we're peaceful over here. Uh, Hannah, you can follow on Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, you want to at Boone Comedy. And the website is boonecomedy.com. B-O-O-N-E. Okay. And how am I getting through this pandemic? OMAT, one minute at a time. Go to keithandthegirl.com slash OMATathon and please sign up for one of the spots. It's going to go all day so that we can hit your time zone at some point. So check it out. Hannah, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. It was super fun. Keith and the girl.com.